Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 35 of the Eve's Drop Podcast. Today we have a very special guest for me because I am going to explore a thought that I had just recently in a couple of podcasts ago and most recently in the last couple of days we've been talking a lot about this sort of phenomena that happens uh, which is if you never truly try the thing that you're best at, you can go your entire life without being the best at something. Uh, first, let me give a quick shout out to the sponsors this week, and that is obviously Seagate, the main sponsor of the Hex Quarters. They are the ones that make this world go around. I cannot give them enough thank yous and shout outs uh, to last me a lifetime because they were able to help me uh, bring the bring the Hex Quarters to, to as big as they are, as it is, and quickly as it was today. Also, brand new sponsor for the stream, not the second, it's like second time sponsoring me personally, is DollarShaveClub.com, and I'll give you, I'll give you guys a little bit of information uh, after... Uh, you know, after we have a little bit of a conversation here, I don't want to. I don't want to tell you guys about it just yet. I want you guys to marinate on the fact that something's coming. And Raycon headphones, wireless earbuds. You know, tell you a little bit more about them uh, in a little bit. But today we have uh, Brandon Dashy Hotel. Is that how you say Hotel? Yeah, Hotel. Yeah, like hotel, but hotel. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Okay. So this is this was my thought. Okay. If you would have never played Call of Duty. And you played soccer like your brother, or does he play hockey? Street hockey, right? Yeah, he played hockey. Well, he played ice hockey what, growing up, and then he like started like street hockey. Now he plays a lot of tennis now. Right, so, so let's say this. Let's say you played tennis, and you okay. played hockey or whatever it was, and you were really good at it. Let's call it that you were in the top 90% of, or in the top 5% yeah. of best athletes in street hockey or whatever it is, or tennis, Yeah. right? But Call of Duty is the one thing that you're best at. As of right now, like that is that is something that comes to you naturally, and therefore yeah. you are with with, uh, with practice, and that you become like this sort of top three percent now. Mm -hmm. Now, what if there's something out there that you haven't tried that is the literal best thing that you could ever be at? Whether it's poetry, whether it's drawing, whether it's literally something, anything, anything, yeah. right? There's so much undiscovered talent out there, and, the, and and I'll tell you why I'm bringing that up. There's so much under, undiscovered talent out there that has literally nothing to do with the person or the circumstances. It just happens to you have never tried that out. Yeah. Give you Usain Bolt. It's just something okay. you're born with, I think. Usain right? Bolt is 6'7". Yeah. If the dude would have been born in the United States, that dude would have been a basketball player or a football player. Yeah. And he would have been okay at it, maybe really good at it. He would have gotten he would have had a career. But would he have been as successful as discovering the one thing that he was best at, which is running? Yeah. Think about that. That's that true. is that is that is one of the things that that I think about. Like I think to myself, I'm like, well, I'm not really, I'm 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 really good at a lot of things, but I'm not the best at one thing. What is that one thing? And I haven't been searching for it because it's almost impossible. It's a needle in a haystack sort of thing. Now the reason I bring that up is because it wasn't until you you sort of jumped into optic that you legend started to be born. It was something that you've always been this good. Yeah. Obviously, it's it's not something that. You know, you've always been this good. You yeah. just haven't had the spotlight on you the way that you had the spotlight when you came on our team because everybody was talking about you. You had yeah. the highest, uh, what was it, KD, the highest, like, everything? Well, like, yeah, I mean, like, last year, like, I did have, like, one of the highest KDs, but, like, it didn't really, like, mean a lot just because of how poorly I was placing. But, yeah. I mean, like... But that was a team thing, though. Yeah, it's literally a team thing, and I don't really, like... Like, I guess, like, coming up, like, KD was, like, kind of, like, a big thing, but I don't take that much pride in it anymore just because... Like now, like being on optic, I know it's literally all about winning. Like it doesn't matter if you're, if you're last with a one point five. Sorry, 
or if you finish second with a point eight, it doesn't matter. Like all the fans want to see is a win. So yeah. that's all I really like try to practice for now. Mm -hmm. So like I try to just push that to the side. Obviously a couple snipes here and there for the fans, yeah. but do they do, does TP or any of the guys that's like, don't fucking snipe. I mean, like <laughs> my teammates, like for some reason, like some rounds are like, yo, Brandon, don't snipe this one. And I'm like, wait, what? I got like three picks like in a couple of rounds before that. But it's like, it's one of those things where like, I guess they're not used to like a certain snipers. Like, cause I don't know, like, I guess they team up mad before, so I guess like they're like kind of used to his play style with a sniper. But it's yeah. like there's some snipers that like for me, I don't know. Like I just like feel like you kind of like have to let them do their thing, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like because if I start like I don't want to sound too cocky, but like if I start feeling with a sniper, I feel like it's impossible like to stop me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because especially if I because I'm always gonna get a shot off. Oh, like yeah. most of the times, whether it's it's like a quick scope or a hard scope. So yeah. it's just one of those things where. If I get in the zone, I'm gonna, always going to keep it out. But I'm, I'm going to tell you one thing about the sniping, and I and I've uh, I'm going to gas you up here, and I don't do this about many snipers. Okay, yeah, I I, I come from, I created the first sniping team ever. Okay, yeah. ever, the first sniping team ever. And that was the first sniping team I ever knew about. For uh, it was optic ever, and then from there came phase, from there came X Gen, from there came Rage, from there came what? What team did you play for? Um, it was RM. It was with the one with uh, Rated. I don't know if you're familiar with Rated. Of course um, I am. It's rated, my brother. Yeah, Rated is a. He's really cool. Charisma was on the team. Envy. Charisma. Yeah. He was. Uh, Envy was on M40A3 with. Uh, I think Predator. What, didn't he have his name as M40A3 Predator for a little yeah. bit? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was him. And then M40A3 Predator. M40A3 Apostle. M40A3 uh, Apostle. Oh, Apostle. I remember him. Um, who was on? I, I like forget who was on that team, but I just remember. It was RM, and then for a little bit, it was like a team called P7. And it was basically like another version of RM, but it was like a few other members from like different uh, competitive sniping teams. And then I did that for so long, just thinking about it. Like, yeah. But you know what's crazy is like it, I did it for so long, and I don't regret doing it. It was so much fun, and I was making no money. I was not getting any exposure from it. It yeah. was just like the joy of just sniping and just doing it all night and all day was just so fun to me. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about sniping, but ever since I was a little kid, I, there was something that, that that sort of lured me into the lifestyle of a sniper, okay? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you one thing. I, favorite sniping movie is Enemy at the Gates. Have you watched any sniping movies? No. No, so you're not that I've big of a of, nerd. I've heard of, a, what was that one? Like Ian was telling me to watch one. It was like an American one. It was... American Sniper. It's probably that. With uh, Bradley Cooper. Fucking incredible movie. Was it good? Incredible fucking movie. But uh, from a sniping standpoint, I don't know. Enemy at the Gates is fucking insane. Like, really, really good. So, for me, sniping has always been this sort of... The sniper is the hardest weapon to use when you're playing against people that are... You're shooting one bullet. If you're using a, uh, yeah. a bolt action, you're shooting one bullet every three seconds. You yeah. shoot once, you cock the gun, and then you reload, ready to go. Oh, yeah. Where if you have an SMG or, or a fully automatic weapon, you're shooting 15 bullets in the same thing that you in the same time that you're essentially shooting one so yeah. one versus 15 so for me it was always like you know sniping is cool sniping is fine and i saw opportunities to have highlight videos and highlight reels when we were when we were doing the sniping which is why my brother and i said you know what? let's let's make our sniping videos let's do what Grizz is doing and then go down that route and originally we didn't think that we were going to get as famous as we did or as popular as we did on the internet but it was to me like the funnest thing. I've, there was yeah. something that there was always something about sniping that that sort of trapped me, and 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 I would look for nerd spots like angles and all that stuff. Um, and then competitive sniping became a thing, and then competitive team sniping became a thing, yeah. and that's where you come in, right? Modern Warfare Two yeah, is yeah. like Modern so, Warfare Two is where I started. I, it started in COD Four though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, it did. I'm What's your sure. favorite rifle? 
of all time intervention by far. It's not even really? close. Not even close. Ugh. Yeah. And I played COD Four for a little bit too. I yeah. I didn't play when it came out, but I bought it like two, three years after, and I played it because there's still like a little community on it that yeah. would still play competitive sniping on it. Did but, you did you do any montages or anything? I tried like a few montages. I still have a a few uh, pretty uh, nasty clips from a, when I so like, when I used to trick shot and feed for a little bit, but I never uploaded. I never knew how to upload to be honest. Yeah. I, at the time, my brother had a HTP VR hot pog. Is that what yeah, it's yeah, called? Hot pog HTP. Yeah. Yeah. So. He would, like we recorded so on. So your that. brother played too. Yeah, my brother was actually a huge gamer. He oh, played shit. GBs. He 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 did trick shot and all that too. He did like basically what I did, but without the competitive sniping. But he just stopped after a little bit. Now let me ask you this because it's Zuma was a sniper. Did you know that? Like a, a competitive sniper. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Zuma <laughs> was a competitive sniper. Do you know any other pros? Uh, oh. Freddy, Freddy from uh, I don't even remember his name, but Freddy used to be a, a competitive sniper uh, slash sniper. So you didn't know Zuma was I a I never knew Zuma was a competitive sniper. Yeah. And he dude. never snipes and he must have been no. horrible. No, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> I'm just fucking around Tommy. I'm just joking. But uh no, but I never knew that. I never knew that. So um well, so you do this for like close to five years, competitive sniping. Uh, uh, and you're just in this little tiny niche community. Well, for a little bit, actually, well, I did MWT sniping and then, uh, BO2 came out and then there was like something called E sniping. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but then I'm pretty sure who was in that, uh, was it Pimage that was playing a lot of it? Or Haggy was playing it. Somebody was playing a lot from like the pro scene that was like pretty big. And then at the time I was in, I East, joined- E-Sniping? It was called E-Sniping for BO2. It was like competitive. It was like MLG, but only snipers. Just just literally the same rule set, but for only snipers. And then I joined a team called Obey. They like, Obey was like huge, 300K subs at the time. And it was crazy. I was on like their, uh, on their YouTube, like they, they had my Twitter and everything on the, on the bottom. Yeah. And I was playing with other comp snipers. And then- I played one GV tournament. I remember this. I was like, I told my mom, I was like, you got to put your credit card on the yeah. on the thing. It was like 25 creds. It was fat. It was like 20 bucks, right? And then my mom was like, what the hell? I'm not putting my credit card. Like, because at the time I never played a tournament. And then I was like, you got to let me do this. And then we ended up losing. But I just remember it was streamed by Puckett or uh, it was streamed on MLG and then Puckett was casting it with uh, somebody else. And I was like, holy crap. Like, even though it was online yeah. and we lost, I was like, dude, like this is crazy. And then I ended up, I think I got dropped from that team. And then I was like, ah, whatever. And then I kind of stopped playing COD for a little bit. And then for when Ghost came out, I was playing like $1 wagers like here and there. I didn't yeah. really play. And then AW came out. I didn't play COD at all for the whole year. And then I was like, you know what? I think I was like, I was kind of almost ready to quit. I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, let me just focus on school and like do all this other stuff, like like sports and all that, like yeah. all this stuff. And then uh, I was, all my friends had a PS4. I would have never got a PS4, but that was like, you know what? Let, let's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. let me just kind of bullshit <laughs> with them. I'm like, and then we bought 2K and like Rocket League and all that. And like all those games. Then uh, BO3 came out. They didn't know I was a COD player. Yeah. And then BO3 came out. First pub lobby I get in, I go 40, you know, and like this TDM match. You're like, what the hell? And yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm like pretty good at COD. They're like, what? And then I go in Newtown, drop a hundred plus. Like, dude, like you're nasty, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I used to like grind COD. And then ever since then, I was like, like my passion for COD literally came back. It was like weird. Like I was like almost done with it. And then I was like, you know what? Like I want a career out of this because like I was having so much fun. And then from like BO3 on, I used to play like S&D tournaments. I make like little money and stuff. And then that's when like I saved up to buy PC Elgato. And then I used to stream 2Ks. And now. So you did stream the 2Ks at one point? Yeah. Like well, later on when I got a PC. When I, I want to get to like the where you come from and all that shit. But when, when did you jump into competitive? Like uh, to... I guess wagers is when you, when you started. I guess that's the introduction I mean, to competitive uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, that, it was definitely wagers. Um, if we're not counting any like sniping things, it was definitely wagers. It was in Bo3. Um, we're not counting anything sniping. Yeah, yeah. So it was in Bo3. 
Um, BO3, what a game, by the way. But um, You liked it? I loved it. I think it was one of the... I, I always rank it in my top five favorite to play because it's, that's, it's when, top five. that's when Old Men of Optic made a comeback. And for me, it's all about memories and fun as yeah. opposed to how good a game is. Like The only reason I like Modern Warfare Remastered so much is because I was playing with Hutch and my oh, team. Oh, yeah. That's 100% a factor. Yeah. Like, having fun is, like, priority number one for me when it comes to this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if I'm not... Like, right now, I'm playing uh, Battalion. Have you played Battalion? I played a little bit of it. I'm actually horrible, but so... Yeah. I'm it's not. it's. Are you, are you good with... with um... I'm good at CS, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not good, but I'm, like, decent for, like... Could you... I would... um... oh, you want me to, like... Right there. It's all good. No, no, you're good. Um, good. So, with, with CS, do you... Do you play... Um... Do you play like that the ESEA stuff or in, in Yeah, I play ESEA. What what are you what are you Silver Eagle? Silver Eagle. I'm B minus. Um nothing crazy, but me and Tej uh, we're grinding for a little bit. I haven't played in a in a, in a while just cuz I've been grinding COD obviously. Yeah. We got playoffs and champs coming up, but yeah. I mean, thing it was with CS like I'm not like natural with it like on like on a controller it's like natural for me yeah, like yeah, the same. way it feels like I never have to think like it's just like I, I don't I feel like I'm, memory. Yeah, I feel like I don't even like do it. It's like natural. I just my body takes like my mind is taking over, yeah. but with CS, it's like okay, yo, I got to do this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I gotten like a lot better with it recently. But it's not like it's not like COD though. It's it's not the same for sure. No, I, I have this I have this thing with uh with with the difference between PC and and the controller. If I would have started on PC and that's all I played, and I guess this goes for everybody, right? This PC must master race bullshit, uh, and and them talking shit about console players. It's literally so where you start. Yeah, it's, it's where you started. Like, yeah. okay, great, you were born in fucking Europe, or you couldn't afford a, a fucking Xbox. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I, but to me, it's like if I would have started on PC, then I would have like all my muscle memory would would, would be there. Yeah. I, I had a series during Call of Duty Four where I would record my hands and only my hands as I'm playing, and then I would look back at it. And I'm like, I, I'm like, how can I? How can a brain send all these signals for your thumbs and, and fingers to do this to move like like certain? Yeah. Zones? It looks literally fucking weird because yeah. you're not in control of that. It's just a something. It's in the natural. Back, yeah. The, the same way when you ride, when you run, like think about the amount of balance that you need to land on one foot to jump to the other side. Like there's a lot of balance that happens. Yeah. All a bunch of trigonometry that happens in your brain that you have no control over is just on autopilot. Same thing translates to the to the controller and the keyboard and mouse. Now that I've been playing a lot of uh, PC, like I I I start get to the point where I'm like naturally just moving and no problem jumping around. But then when there's a situation and I'm like, I'm like surrounded by people, I'm like, how do I crouch? And then I have to look down to the sea and I'm, I, I like lose all my control. When I think about it, that's when I fuck up. When I don't think of it, I just let nature take its course. It just goes naturally. Yeah. Um, do you think that the trans, if you were to do a transition from controller to, to mouse and keyboard, what do you think that will look like? How long do you think it'll take for you to, I mean, to fully be plugged into the PC? When I first switched, like I was literally, like the worst like so i would if i'm like from that point on it would take me a while but like from now i think it would take me like like it depends how much time i put in a day i say if i put in like eight hours a day and like super go hard at it i think it would literally take me a month do you think that yeah. you're gonna be there's this one uh video of you that i that i posted on twitter and i'm gonna repost it uh when, when this goes live where you were in uh playing black ops 3 and you were in the snowy map where we lost to cloud nine what's the yeah. name of that you stronghold know yeah stronghold yeah. And you were just you were playing against bots, but that doesn't. Oh, fucking the matter. free. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah bro, that. insanity. I've yeah. never in my life have seen somebody fucking hit every single shot the way that you did. I'm not. I'm yeah. not gassing you. This is just facts. Yeah. How do you get to the point to where you're like that? Does it even compute in your head like the shots that you're hitting? Oh, uh, bro, you know what's funny is whenever I'm still doing those and like my bot free frost on on Black Ops Four right now, and it's like whenever I get like 
whenever I'm shooting, I'm not even thinking about like, it's like, I think about for a second where he's at. And then I'm thinking about something completely different. Like, right, I'm going to turn around before I even finish the shot. It's like weird. It's like, I'm not even fully focused on making sure I hit the shot. It's like, it's, it's gone to that point where it's like, you're it's, just doing it. Yeah. Literally. It's just autopilot. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> to me, that's that's insane because even when we see you compete, right? Even when we're in tournament mode and competition, um, the the last shot that I can think of where I was just like, "This guy's fucking insane," is what's uh, I haven't looked. This is one. This is a fact, and I don't think you know this. There's only been two Call of Duties that I've never touched, yeah. ever since I, I've been playing Call of Duty since 2006. Okay, so I've been playing Call of Duty since Call of Duty Two. All right, so one, two, count. Uh, what is that? fucking 13 years of call of duty there's been two call of duties that i haven't played a multiplayer in infinity ward or infinite warfare yeah and i guess i I did play that for the race to prestige but aside from that i was modern warfare remastered the entire year didn't play it then world war ii comes out and then we played that and then this one this one i haven't touched a single game of multiplayer since beta i've been playing blackout and blackout only not i haven't stepped i haven't touched the multiplayer once? since then once that's only been two call of duties right that that, that i haven't done i i love call of duty that's my shit that changed my life it's my favorite game of all time yeah um what is the name of that map where uh there's bathrooms and there's like a the bomb is in the middle of like a courtyard and everything's like gridlock rubble. yeah is it gridlock yeah i don't know so there's like, like a bus it's, it's, in the middle like, yeah, yeah it's gridlock it's right. gridlock so you were on the on the opposite side on the right on the right yeah uh, and then there's a bus and another bus and then the thing. You come, you you turned around, you turned the corner, and there was nobody to be seen. Nobody saw anybody, but yeah. you saw somebody and you hit markered them. Do you know? What oh I'm yeah, it was it against Hunter Thieves? Yeah, against like oh so the guy came out of like the top window roof yeah. and I was like I was like and I just saw him and I quick scoped. Well, you saw him, but nobody yeah. else saw him. Nobody, yeah. not not the not the caster, not nobody yeah. else saw him. Yeah. And you still hit the shot. That yeah. to me, bro, was like I'm like, okay, that that dude's different. I will never be I, like in my life. No matter how much I practice, no matter how much dedication, no matter if I every single day of my life dedicate 12 hours a day to doing that, yeah, my abilities will never reach that sort of cracked. That's, I guess that's good gas. No, it's not even. I guess I'm not. I'm not gassing you. I'm, I'm yeah. literally telling you facts of of yeah. how nasty that shit was because. Nobody, nobody in the crowd, nobody in the cast, nobody fucking saw that person, but you did, and you were able to hit that. Yeah. At this point, is it sort of predicting where where your enemy is going to be, or do you actually see them and react that fast? Because you, yeah. as you were turning, there's so much to compute, right? Yeah. There, you, you're you're turning, and then you're going to see the window. That's where he comes out. The ledge. There's a door behind here. There's a door entrance here. You came out, and as you turn, you were already zooming into that one little pixel that was showing there, and you hit it. Yeah. Like at this point, do you think that it's more of just so much repetition that you just understand that somebody's going to be there? Did you mean to hit that shot, or did you just fire off a shot just to see if it hit something? I mean, often like t- trick shotters do. Yeah. No so, offense, but like, I, like sometimes it's going to sound weird, but I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a few snipers out there that like quick scoping sometimes is like easier than hard scoping for me, just because. There's like less mistakes you can make if you're centering so like on point, for example. Like, let's say your centering's perfect, all you have to do is aim in and just shoot. Yeah. Then like, because obviously if you hard scope, you like move, and then like the guy could start moving and then jumping. Like he could mess up your aim and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, sometimes just quick scoping makes it easier. But then obviously like, like I said, I quick scope for like seven years almost. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's just a lot of reps, and it was just one of the, I don't know. It's just like something that it's like natural to me to like just like pinpoint people. I don't know. It's just that's why like. I guess like using a assault rifle was always like if I was going to play competitive it was always a assault rifle just because I could pinpoint like a, yeah. like a long, long range distance. Of, yeah. Uh, what sensitivity do you play on? Uh, on this game, I play six six, uh, like the regular ADS one X, 
And then on the sniper, I actually bump it up a little bit to 1.25 so I could move in a so little bit. So you can swipe. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts, man. I, 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 I wish that I was that good um, because I love sniping and I love being good at, at things. That's why I like Battalion so so much because the sniper there is something that I that I understood like completely and, and, and that has a lot to do with sniping, right? The comfort level and the understanding of the yeah. weapon, the zoom in and all that. Like that's something that, that you only ingrain into your brain when you play that shit consistently and when yeah. like people that say it's like i'm like you could probably snipe in every game i've seen formal play uh call of duty 4 for the first time with and, and just fucking wreck people like ever never play call of duty 4 because he was playing yeah. halo comes back and plays grabs a barrett and he's just like heading people like crazy so it's a natural god-given talent thing and and that's that's what i that's what i'm gonna leave it okay don't take don't take credit for being as good as you are at fucking sniping, okay? That was nothing you did. Those God came yeah. and said, you're going to be the crew. Obviously, a few sniper. inspirations from other people. But you're like, welcome, man. Yeah. I, that's why I do it. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's get into it, man. Um, who are you today? Uh, so today, um, <laughs> I'm a professional call duty player for Optic. Um, I'm a brother, son. I pretty much just do the, the same thing. I just, I like to hang out with my friends. Uh, have a good time. But mostly, I'm just uh, super passionate about what I do. I just want to win, so I put a lot of time into COD and stuff. So that's just it's something I enjoy too. You're so. Canadian. Oh yeah, I'm Canadian. Yeah, you forgot to say that you're. Am I supposed to say I'm Canadian? Well, I mean, I I say that I'm Mexican American. All right, I'm Canadian. I'm an American that was born in Mexico. Uh, so, well, actually, no, I'm an American that was born in but America. See, but like, lived in Mexico. And see, I'm Lebanese, and then when people ask me if I'm Canadian, I always say I'm Lebanese. I never say I'm Canadian. Yeah. Even though I was born in Canada, I'm Canadian technically. Yeah. Are your parents? Were, they're both Lebanese. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you first generation? Canadian or second generation Canadian? What does that mean? Like, was I was I born here? You were born in Canada. Yeah, I was born in Canada. Were your parents born in Canada? Uh, my mom was, and my dad wasn't. Your dad was born in Lebanon. Yeah, Lebanon. But your mom's Lebanese as well. Yes. Okay. All right. So your so you're half second generation. So I'm if both one of your and parents, a half. yeah. So if you both of your parents would have been born there, and yeah. you're the second, you're second generation. Uh, I'm first generation American. Olivia's second generation American. Okay. Um, so. Your dad was born in, in Lebanon. How, how long, uh, when did he move to Canada? He moved here when he was 18. Um, him and his three other brothers with my grandma and my grandfather, they all moved here. And he still has a like family over there, but mm -hmm. the, the majority of them are here now. Have yeah. you ever uh, visited? I've never been. Do you want to? I kind of want to just because like, cause everyone else in my family has been there. Because yeah. like, literally all of them, they're like, yo, like, you got you to gotta go to Lebanon. You got to like, go to the motherland, man. Yeah, literally. Like, that's where it all started, the OG, right? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, maybe in the future with my dad and my mom and my brother, we'll probably go. You have to, man. It's uh, uh, knowing where you come from, knowing where your family comes from, knowing where your roots are, it's, yeah. uh, it's super important to know. Like, you have to. And this goes for anybody listening that has never that's sort of from a different country or parents are from there. You have to like one of the saddest things that I will never be able to do is take my daughter to the place where I was born. It's just too dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you should, man. You should buy your parents a ticket, go down there. You're a baller now. You know what I'm saying? Your your Twitch stream is popping. Like you, I mean, you do you, it. You guys got it. Twitch Prime. You know, I'm gonna need some first yeah. class seats too. Like, <laughs> yeah. How long is the flight over to you now? Oh, it's like twelve hours, I think. It's not bad. It's not bad. At yeah. least you didn't have to take that flight to uh, to Australia with us. Oh, I probably guys would have to use TP or somebody. I'm yeah. not. You're not eighteen going? hours. Like it was nineteen. Nineteen. It was like, four. It was four from Chicago to LA. We hung out in, at the LA terminal for about an hour and a half. Then we boarded a fourteen hour fucking flight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> On the way back, it was easier because uh, we 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 flew back in pods. So yeah. like the fully laid back. 
Popeyes. Oh, they, yeah. They served a seven-course meal. The night before, Seth had gotten extremely wrecked. That sounds like Seth, yeah. Yeah, ahead. but I'm talking about, like, France. Like oh, oh, I heard that story. Yeah, that like, was that was one of the funny stories when uh, he was acting like Borat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you wasn't there. <laughs> Everywhere. Fucking formal's like, yo, get away from me. Wait, I got to say this real quick. Seth is top three funniest people I've ever met in my life, by yeah. far. He's literally hilarious. Yeah. Every time I'm with him, he doesn't disappoint, literally. Yeah, same. That's why I like hanging out with him. Yeah, he's you know funny. You know who's also fucking funny? Nate Shot. Have you ever, ever hung out with him? Not really. I mean, Bro, he's fucking hilarious. And it's not like he's naturally funny. But when he finds something funny and he laughs, that's when you that's when is you it, yeah. just can't stop just laughing. Contagious? Yeah, contagious laugh. Seth, for some reason, and this, and I think I attribute his humor to how good he is of a personality on in in gaming because he's literally I don't know I don't know what's wrong with him or what's right with him, yeah. but the shit that he says and the, everything that comes out of his mouth is just like over the top. It's like natural. Yeah, it's like some of the things he says. It's like. It's like witty. It's like on spot. It's yeah. like, how did you even think of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, we're giving him good gas. He's going to like. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we're yeah. flying back and we're sitting, he's sitting right next to me in like yeah. the different pod. And then, and then the seven course meal comes, right? So we're in first class business yeah. laying down the whole thing. I lost my iPad on that flight. Seven course meal. This dude's sleeping and, and his neck sort of curves in a weird way. And he's like, have you ever seen those documentaries where there's like the, the little chicks waiting for the mama bird to come in and feed them? <laughs> no they, way. They bend their head all the way backwards like this. and just like, like, Yeah, wait. I know what you're talking about. Bro, yeah. that's how I was. I, I felt as though I was going to be mom or, or papa bird and I was going to feed him while he was eating. But I'm like, yeah. he's going to choke and die. Yeah. I'm just going to let him be. So I, I ended up having my seven course meal. He didn't have it. And then I ended up having his, his uh, ultimate dessert because they brought you this dessert that was a Sunday. But it had okay. like 20 toppings. I'm like, I want all the toppings and I want him to have all the toppings. And I just ate both of them. I was a fucking pig. I ate the whole You're thing. You're a smart man. I would have did the exact um, same thing. I'm a beast. All right. So uh, let's let's uh, let's go back. Um, what, when did you start playing video games? Video games. I started playing on the original Xbox. What game? I played Halo 1, Halo 2. Those were amazing, by the way. Um, and then I played uh, Star Wars Dark Knight of the Republic. One of my favorite like story mode games of all time. Yeah. Um, what year was that? I, I want to say like two thousand, like six. How old were you then? Two thousand six. I was like twenty six. Yeah, I was twenty six. I was I seven. Did. This is my first my first apartment with Jude. Um, at what point did you like? What, which you said you, your first Call of Duty was Modern Warfare two, but you played Modern uh, Call no, of Duty four. My first Call of Duty was World at War. That was the MW two is like the first time I ever like competitive sniped, and World at War was I was just like Red Gun headquarters. That's what uh that was the main game I used to play. And I used to play with people from uh, my brother's school, actually. I never even knew. I guess, like, the servers just, like, made it so, like, you play from the people from your area, I guess. Because yeah. I met them online. And then they were like, yo, we go to this school. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like. Yeah. I never really? told them. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was the weirdest thing ever. That is weird. I always thought about, you know, a, a world in where, and I mean, everything that's happening now is what I used to think about when I, was, when I first started playing Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, I would think in my head, I'm like, oh, man, we just won that match. That would be so dope to go and relive it, like, talk about it over beers. But at the time, I'm like 26. Everybody else that I played with was like 18, 19. Yeah. And that was, the, that was the weirdest thing for me to experience, right? Being an old dude who played video games and the only people that played video games at, you know, at sort of like a higher level yeah. were like super young ass kids. So for me, it was like, it's always been like, oh man, well, my brother's uh, 10 years younger than me. So for me, being an older brother has always been a, you know, a, a thing. So it was easy for me. But it, it, that was one of the weirdest things I've ever had to experience, like, Hanging out with eighteen-year-olds and seventeen-year-olds when you're 
26 in any other situation that's that's fucking kind of weird oh 100 percent. i know where you're coming you from. know what i'm saying <laughs> no, i don't know where you're coming from actually but <laughs> i, so I can see it yeah, yeah you're 19 right now uh no i'm 20 now you're 21 that's just recently right yeah april april um when you so before optic you were in complexity right yeah and who was, who was on your team? Do you remember? It was the original. Yeah. The original complexity roster was me, Parasite, uh, Study, and Fellow. Uh-huh. We got smoked. <laughs> That's it. Um, and then we made a roster change. Uh, they kept me and then added Sensor. Uh, what a guy Doug is, by the way. Uh, Rick. No, just touched the thing. It's all good. And then Ricky? Uh, uh, yeah, Rick and Blast. And then, I mean, like, we are just like, it's just like it's definitely night and day like being on like optic with like these type of like players and then like as opposed to like last year and stuff but i mean they were like they were definitely cool but we were just we were just that we weren't that good so you've been you've been an optic or you've been with this team for uh, is it gonna be a year now yeah right almost almost a year yeah yeah it's gonna be almost a year and obviously the the difference between playing with uh complexity who's a historic obviously esports organization um the difference to me, and I, and you tell me from from your perspective how this looked, but the difference to me was again what we keep going back to is the fact that you know you, you've always been this good, but it took sort of this spotlight for you to be that good. What what do you think is like the if you were on optic and you were on a different team, like how how do you break out? How do you break? How do you break out? Because winning championships certainly doesn't just do it. Because if that was the yeah. case, then there'd be so many more people with like massive massive Brands, followers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. That's a, that's a hard question. I mean, I guess a personality has a lot to do with it. Obviously, um, like winning is you have to win just because you have to get as much exposure as you can. Because I was like, when I was getting bounced out of tournaments last year, like no one even knew and no one even cared. Like if they knew, they didn't care. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like if we got top sixteen on optic, like we'd get crucified. Yes. <laughs> but like it's just one of those. We things. just got top fourteen in DFW. What was that for uh, CS? Or no, over here. You, you got four. That was top 12. That was top 12. Top 12? Same, well, same, same. Once you get past eight, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but we top did. four. Once you get top three, is, does anything matter yeah. besides top three? It's Yeah, that was that event was kind of like a reality check. Like, yo, like we got to grind type of thing. And then we ended up getting third twice in a row, but it was, we definitely could have did a lot better. But I feel like we could have won these, like these last two events. So do like, I. But I do think 100 these is, they're like, by well, like not by far, but they're, they're like the best team. And then we like, we weren't even as good as we were, and we choked against them. Especially at London, like we, sh in my opinion, we should have won London. Anaheim was like they, they kind of beat us like straight up. But how hard is it to stay like at that competitive level where you just the for me, and obviously I've never been in a in a competition that lasted three days long, let alone one entire day of just playing nonstop. Now, Fuiz and I have grinded Call of Duty GB matches for thirteen hours, so no fucking problem. Okay, yeah. no problem. But to do it in front of the crowd, to do it with uh, with as much that that's going on with people who are just as good as your team, it has to take its toll. And if you are, if you play too early, you're tired. You still have to get loosened up. And no matter how much amount of practice or pre scrims you get before the match, none, nothing's going to help when it gets to the to the, the actual, actual game, match. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So how do you how do you how do you maintain the level that you need to maintain in order to like? continue to, to to play at that level yeah it's hard like especially if you're in like those losers bracket matches like you're just like you can't get caught like slipping once like you lose one series you're out so yeah. like but then sometimes like you're playing for so long you kind of go in autopilot mode yeah like for example against gen g at anaheim we're in losers finals we win first map we're like okay let's just cruise our way into grand finals then we'll go all out type mm -hmm. of thing and then but then like like we're just making mistakes that we usually don't make we're not communicating stuff like that so then it's like then the, 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 for example like they catch you slipping and then 
you end up losing the series, but it wasn't really the UI, your full potential type of thing. It was like, but it's like, it's hard. Like you gotta, I don't think there's like a lot, like much sleep you can do or eat anything. It's just one of those things where, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just something that inside of you got to bring out. I don't know. Yeah. To be honest. I, that, that's always been such a, such a mystery to me because when, when Seth is on, you can tell. Oh, you can, you, you, you can spot the difference. Yeah. You spot the difference when Seth is just like there yeah. fully and not like, all right, I'm Seth. I'm just, yeah. it comes natural to me. I'm going to be good. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Crim Six, right? Like Crim Six, obviously being a little bit older, yeah. being so. The thing with Crim Six, in my opinion, is that he's won so many championships more than anybody else. That for him, it's just like at this point, it's just like making sure that everybody else on his team is 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 carrying the sort of torch, and he'll yeah. do the dirty work. Same with thing with Karma. Like they've been playing for so long that at this point, it's just like how do we make the the kids better so we can do what we do and and play the game right and then go yeah. go down with it. Um, and it goes back and reverts back to them telling you not to snipe certain rounds and and do that. But when you're feeling it, when I'm feeling it, like they gotta because they don't. I don't feel like they don't know the the feeling. Like you guys yeah. gotta let me go, especially with the crowd going. Like come yeah. on, like yeah, let me get a couple one more sniping. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me get this feeling one more time. Like yeah, sniping at London was really fun. With the crowd, best thing ever. By the way, you, do you think that the London crowd was by the, far? Yeah, uh, I've been. So you, you never competed in France either, right? Never. So I think it's a European thing more than anything. And I and, and this is what I like about competing in in uh in north in uh in europe and then coming back to north america you will have different crowds in different states that are you know different but once you come back from from uh from europe the crowd then has this sort of pressure on themselves and they're like holy shit we're in the tournament now yeah. we got to be more hype than than that anaheim crowd was insane bro yeah. the anaheim crowd to me was crazy good and yeah like the cheering needs to needs to we need to come up with different cheers yeah. like i always said you know, like let's go optic, like that's that's cool. I like it because it's a staple and thing. Yeah. But when then you use the same thing for E United, you use the same thing for let's go thieves or whatever. Like what I yeah. like about hundred thieves is that they do like run it up, run it up. Run yeah, it it's up. like their own and thing. I think yeah. like that's that's uh, enables thing too. And then nature just stole it. Hey, run it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then then you have uh, like. It's like E United or let's yeah E United something like yeah. that. It's like let's get a little bit more flavorful. And I was I was talking to who was it? Uh, I think it was Miles to Ross. It's like you guys have the oh no no it was um, who was it? It was one of the casters. They're like wow like American chants are like the absolute fucking worst. We gotta <laughs> we got we gotta have some sort of like uh, some sort of school a uh, class that will teach them how to how to be the thing. And I always thought that that at some point or another somebody was gonna be like together we stand together we fall together we are the Green Wall. Green wall. Wait, Green that wall. would be. Tell me that's not fine. Wait, if right I hear that, like, yeah. If I hear that, I'm like, we're not losing this series. No. There's no, no shot. It's a dope, right? I, mean, wait, I made was, it up. I made wait, that, that shit up. That was elite. That's elite. We used to lose a lot when HL was on the team, and not because of him, but it's just you know, it's yeah. like, it was like we we had a lot of third place finishes. We were focused on on something else. Yeah, uh, like people would give Nature a shit ton of shit for maybe not being the best, but we were focusing on something completely else. We were, we were building something massive. You know what I'm saying? So for yeah. us to concentrate as much as we did on content and as much as we did on on, on, on competitive is like, the difference because when you're a kid and you're foregoing college, you have to make sure that your paper's right. You have to make sure that your finances, that, that you're not wasting your time doing that. So yeah. for me, it was always like, all right, we, we got to build a brand. We got to build a brand. We got to make sure that you don't win. You know, the, the story that I always tell. So, you know, during that time, we would lose a lot and I would, you know, I would always tweet out from the main account and be like, you know, 
sorry or whatever but uh at, at some point i got so so tired of saying you know sorry that i was just like look we're in this shit together like we are a family like we're the we're the yeah. show you guys are part of the family you guys we're here to entertain you but we're all in this together yeah if you're mad that we lost how do you think we feel you know what i'm saying like we we're in the same thing like we lost you lost yeah the same thing so together we stand together we fall together we are the green wall and then uh the reason i say that is because i think that there's a there's a chant there that people can you know Wait, that chat was... It was dope, right? It was dope. It was Listen, dope. I'm not going to toot my own horn because I don't like talking about myself. I'm just kidding. But that was dope. I, when yeah. I came up with it, I was like, I'm like, damn, I'm dirty. I'm yeah, nasty. that was... Just, that's probably yeah, one of your better ones for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, this uh, this year has had its little bit of an ups and downs. We win uh, Las Vegas. That was the, first, the opening event, yeah. right? We had a fucking crazy year the year before that. We were just crazy. Yeah. Then it turns into 5v5. Let's start there. When it went from four v four to five v five, how did you feel about it, and how do you feel about it now that that you've been playing with it? Five v five, it's like weird. It's like I don't really like notice it. I feel like four v four is faster. Yeah, like as dumb as that sounds, like it's more like you more you get more gunfights. I don't know why, but it's just like five v five. I guess it's because everyone else is getting kills on the map, especially yeah. when you're playing with like four of the best players in the game. So yeah. it's like your kills, like you probably won't get as many, but it's like. I didn't think it like I thought it was gonna be way more chaotic. Like at the start of the year, I'm like five players, like ten players in the lobby that are all good. Like yeah. in like in a small like for example, like some like Hardpoint Hills. Yeah, you know how small they are, and it's yeah. like, dude, ten people in here. Like imagine that. <laughs> like, but it's it's actually like it's like it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be for sure. So you you like it now? I actually like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like it too. I've always said that the, you know the the Counter Strike way was well because I always wanted to have one dedicated in S and D at least yeah. having one dedicated sniper. That five v five, I feel like that's like the way to go. Like I agree, and especially with how good the secondary is, like mm -hmm. people don't like, like yo, you're sniping, but like the pistol's really good too. Like it's not like I'm a liability, like without yeah, it. Yeah, and somebody goes down, pick up their weapon, it's and then you're yeah. good to go. It's so I, I thought it was, I thought at first I didn't know what to think because I'm not the one that's playing, but I've always been a big fan of maybe going down the route of the of the five versus five. Uh, and I remember saying that in black ops 2 when karma was just a god at sniping yeah uh i i said that and hasra was like no 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 call of duty needs to stay this this and that and then he goes counter he goes into counter-strike and then he tweets out he's like well now that i think about it i think we should be doing that i'm like i've been fucking telling you snipers snipers rule call of duty oh people love snipers like people, whenever i see other pros like tweet out like Yo, we should gentlemen's agreement snipers and snd i'm like what like do you have like that was my favorite part about going to events like for example, I went to champs in 2017, yep. and then like seeing formal like hit two snipes in the grand final and hearing the whole crowd go crazy, I was like, "Yo, I want that type of thing." And then like that was like, you know what? Like that's like, because always every like pro player's like like goal, in my opinion at least, is to get to optic because like optic is like you know like the Lakers, the Yankees of you know I gotta gas you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like of COD that like that you guys are like like that org, yeah. So the now Bulls, yeah. Like in whenever you go to events, 96, 97. we'll go with the Lakers, Michael Jordan. We'll go with the Raptors, actually, Kawhi 2019 champs, but... Day, you mad? What? You're mad. What? what Kawhi's gone. I mean... Were you mad? Were you disappointed? I mean, I would have been mad if we would have lost and he would have left, but yeah. we won, so he gave us a chip at least, but I'm kind of a little bit salty, but... First yeah. players to ever leave a winning team. He's got to be... He's... I think he's trying to get three finals MVPs with three different teams. That would be... Because he'd be the first player of all time to do that or something like that, right? But he looks like the guy that would do that. You know he does. Look he's like not. Exact. He's not all. People there think sometimes. that like he's just a quiet guy. He wants to. I feel like he's like quite the opposite. Like I feel like I feel like he does like the polar opposite of whatever you think he's gonna do. Yeah. He's just that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he reminds. I'm not gonna say that, but it yeah. it, it 
He does. He does his own thing, his yeah, own way. He definitely and does. He's a nasty. He's a nasty ball player. I mean, he's arguably the best player in the NBA right now. So, and he left us for yeah. what? For the Clippers? And you're not even at the Lakers, like <laughs> even the main team in LA. Like, at least go to the Lakers. Like, it was a weird move, man. You, know, you could have gotten the Supermax, right? Yeah, he could have got way more money with the Raptors. We just won. You could like at least sign a one and done or whatever that contract you, is. You have the entire country of Canada behind you. Literally a country. Literally a country behind you. And you choose to say, I want to play with Buck and Paul and, and the Lakers. The Clippers. Oh, the Clippers. Yeah, Clippers. Okay, Lakers, understandable. Clippers? Yeah. <laughs> That's like Optic Gaming and Optic Nation. I'm going to Optic Nation. Like, what? If I have a chance to go to Optic Gaming, I'm going to Optic Gaming. Yeah. The, you know, like in Ghost, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, no, think he would, you think he would have been able to go to Lakers? He could have, but I feel like it, it was one of those things where he didn't want to uh, do like the like the super team thing with LeBron and yeah. Anthony Davis and stuff. That's yeah. probably like it has to be a factor. Like for me, the basketball, the, the the whole basketball super team stuff that that's been sort of created is, is it's laughable. But at the same time, like it forces other teams to to play at that level. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To play at that at that level with with everyone. Anyway, enough basketball. Um, so what's been going on in the last couple of events? Because again, we won we won Vegas, and then we placed super poorly at um, Fort at Fort Worth. Yeah, third twelfth. 12th, yeah. 12th and then from there we go to Anah london london yeah was it london right after that yeah but it was like london anaheim yeah, london. oh yeah you're right so go to london place third go to anaheim place third am i missing one no that's it right so Just we pro league and stuff like that what do, you, what do you think it is because obviously we have all the talent in the world yeah i will put you guys on paper you guys are better than than 100 thieves in my opinion better looking surely yeah. uh so what is it you know, better looking CEO, better looking players. What's what's going on? I mean, there's no debate in that. I don't think there's a debate from anybody from that. But uh, it's just one of those things where we got third back to back. So back to back events, we're we're literally there. It just comes down to whenever you're playing. For example, hundred thieves. It just comes down to like closing out a certain map, or you know, just or at London, for example, like we lost to or we lost or not London, sorry, Anaheim. We lost to Gen G in losers finals. It comes down to mentally being there. And we probably would have had a chance in the grand finals. We would, have, we would have to win two best of fives against them. And they were like really hot at the time. But it just comes down to like closing out a series against them in particular, just because yeah. we've lost to them twice in the winner's bracket against them. All right. Before I ask you what what do you think it is, let me give a quick shout out to the sponsors. Uh, this week, our sponsors are Seagate. Obviously, as you guys know, they are the kings of uh, external and internal hard drives. They do absolutely everything. Matty, get, let me get my laptop really quickly, bro. Thank you. So Seagate has been, as you guys know, the number one uh, sponsor right here. They've allowed the hex quarters to grow as quickly as they have, uh, especially in times during lands, like the one that we're going to have this this uh, this weekend. Uh, it certainly helps to have all those external hard drives on every PlayStation to go. Uh, Dollar Shave Club, coming back to sponsor me personally, but now the Hex Quarters. No, not the Hex Quarters, the, the Eavesdrop. Uh, Dollar Shave Club. When I talk about Dollar Shave Club, I can't stress enough the quality of their products. They spent years developing, crafting, refining everything. They have everything I use to look, feel, and smell my best. You better believe that I stay fresh. There is nothing. Somebody complained to me the other day about showering more than twice a day. How, how dare you? You know, the, the more showers, the merrier. Okay, now I've been a Dollar Shave Club member for, I say, a couple of months, close to a year. Uh, and, and the best part, okay, and it's amazing that the Shave Stuff is, Dollar Shave Club is way more than just razors. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you one thing. Dashy, okay? I'll tell you one thing. The toothpaste that they have, and I'm super upset at the fact that they didn't send me any toothpaste on that one. That toothpaste, I don't know what it is, but it's incredibly minty and it lasts for hours. 
for hours. I mean that. Um, so anyway, uh, Dollar Shave Club has you covered from head to toe, as I just mentioned. They have everything you need to shower, shave, style your hair, brush your teeth, and yes, even wipe your ass. Pardon me, butt. Wipe your butt. And Dollar Shave Club can keep you automatically stocked up on the products that you use. You get when you want, whenever you need it, whether that's once a month or a few times a year. Uh, personally, I never have time to go to the store. Amazon is like as 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 store as I go. Uh, but I know that you know having Dollar Shave Club, and it comes straight here to the to the hex quarter. So I literally can just grab the toothpaste, go in the in the bathroom, take a a quick uh, mouthwash to the to the mouth, and then go on on my. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a business meetings. Anyway, and right now, you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club's products to the test. Their ultimate starter sets have basically everything you need for an amazing shower, close shave, and or clean teeth. Clean mouth, because it's not just the teeth. I'm, I'm telling you, the toothpaste is where it's at. The best part is that you can try each one for just $5, and then after that, the restock box ships regularly sized products at regular prices get your ultimate starter set for just five dollars at dollarshaveclub.com forward slash eavesdrop that's e-a-v-e-s-d-r-o-p that's dollarshaveclub.com forward slash eavesdrop get your ultimate starter set for just five dollars at http forward slash forward slash dollarshaveclub.com forward slash eavesdrop uh and a brand new sponsor this week and certainly appreciate that raycon and I'll tell you a little bit right now. It's 2019 and everyone needs a pair of great wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Now, Raycon earbuds are about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. And they sound just as amazing. In fact, uh, as, as I've been using them, uh, I tell you that I like it's, it's magnetic. So the, the case is dope. Uh, the earbuds themselves, once you, once you put them in your ear, once you put them in your ear, it says Raycon, which is super cool. And then it lets you know whether or not uh, they've connected. Uh, they'll tell you each one. It's like right one connected, left one connected, which is super cool. The company was actually founded, co-founded by Ray J. Do you know who Ray J is, Maddie? What about you, Dashie? You know Ray J. Uh, I actually took a picture of Ray J outside of Burbank Airport uh, for one of the, the leagues when ESL was running those things. I think it was ESL. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, it was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B. I mean, you pick it. They've been at it. Brandy, J.R. Smith, uh, Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game. Uh, they're so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And, of course, they don't just look great. They sound great, too. Like I just said, I couldn't tell the difference uh, when, I, when I put them on. Um, uh, Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everybody in a range of fun colors. I obviously want the black, so I like to wear black, at an unbeatable price. Now, if you go to buyraycon.com forward slash eavesdrop, you can get 15% off of your order. That's buyraycon.com forward slash eavesdrop for 15% off of Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to go get an amazing deal. One more time for all those in the back, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com forward slash E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P for 50% off. Thank you so much for the sponsors. We certainly appreciate you guys for, for the support. And hopefully you guys can come back and advertise with the eavesdrop. We certainly appreciate you and we appreciate the love. So 100 Thieves, obviously they're they're the nominated for They went back to back. Yeah. You know, London, Anaheim. Anaheim continues to be the one event that nobody has ever won twice. Yeah. Which is wild as fuck to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, no team has won Anaheim twice, ever. To this day, ever. Yeah. Okay, so nobody will ever be able to win Anaheim back-to-back -back ever again because 
MLG open events as they stand are gone forever. There, yeah. There's never going to be open events again. I don't know what what the plan is for the AM scene or whatever, but do you, do you think that there's going to be something missing now that we're going into franchises becoming a little bit more obviously, I don't know, professionalized in a sense? Yeah. Do you think that there's going to be? Do you think that there's a missing element there now that we don't have the sort of opportunity for Cinderella story? Not that it would ever happen, but do you think it's? What do you feel about that? I don't know. It's it's like weird because like franchising, obviously, it's like you're playing it it's like a kind of like a regular season like a playoffs right mm -hmm. i like from what i know and I, I just feel like i don't know if that's cod i feel like cod is like what we have now is like nice like it's perfect like we have we do have a regular season then we have tournaments and then tournaments are like what like for different cities and it's like it's just fun like you're playing for a lot of money and it's like i feel like it always keeps you grinding you know what i mean like you, i feel like with a regular season in playoffs you could like kind of cruise it autopilot mode for like uh, like a certain point in the game and then like all right month before playoffs like all right let's turn it on i feel like with tournaments it always keeps you going going and it's like always something to, to grind for i feel like and it's like i'm definitely gonna miss it if it's if it's the end of it but it is it's 100 percent the, the end yeah so yeah Look, i'm, 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 I'm talking it. out of my ass i don't know for sure but from what i understand from what i've seen from what i've heard there's there's no more open events like that and to me that's like a huge huge disservice to 100 I don't know. There's there's some some sort of there, there's some magic to that sort of atmosphere. There's some magic to showing up to an event and, and sort of experiencing it. To know that we're never sort of gonna experience that again. To know that we're no longer going to be able to say, oh shit, we got Miami Thursday. Yeah. We got team dinner. You know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's yeah. it's straight grind going back and forth like nonstop. It's it it gets a little bit taxing in my opinion because what what does it look like now? What does it look like next year? You know what I'm saying? Like, are, do, do we play every other weekend? Do we play every three weekends? I mean, I, I need to be filled in ASAP. All right. Like, yeah. I have no idea. I mean, like, I guess it's probably going to be like Overwatch. Mm -hmm. I, like, that's like my only like opinion on it. I have no idea. Though. I'm just preparing for whatever. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. As long as we don't go down the route of, of Counter Strike, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because Counter Strike is such a, such an incredible esport that the only negative thing that it's that it's got going for it right now is it's oversaturation. It's become the UFC of esports, and I'll, I'll explain to you why. I've been watching the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, since 1993. I was 13 years old when I started watching it. I think, 90, 90, yeah, 93 for sure. 94 for certain. 93, 94. And... I followed it from beginning all the way to call it two years ago when they started when they when they uh, partnered up with FS1 when there was a fucking fight every single weekend. Yeah, and to me that was just like, geez, I can't fucking keep yeah, up. I, like, I watched every single Ultimate Fighter, uh, Ultimate uh, the Ultimate Fighter, the yeah. the show where you go and and you know you get discovered, you fight the tournament. Yeah. I watched. I was such a big fan of the ufc that the second they, they started doing one every other weekend like i lost so many stories it was just too much for me to follow it was too much for me to to be so invested into it that i was just like I'm, i can't do this and that that's how i feel about counter-strike when we first stepped into counter-strike i did nothing but watch every single tournament from start to end yeah okay i, I, I don't even do that for call of duty in call of duty i only watch my team and that's that or yeah. finals or, or something like that. But I don't sit there and watch the entire tournament the, the way I, that I did back in the day with Counter Strike. Now there's a Counter Strike team. I'm just uh, a Counter Strike. I don't even. I can't even be bothered to watch one single match because I know that I'm gonna get to see that shit again. So as long as it doesn't go that crazy, I think that 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 it's good in in, in my opinion. So I, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how they 
want or expect this thing to grow even bigger if if we're gonna ha- if we're not gonna have the same sort of formats that, that we've had because yeah, it's like it's just not like as like hype i guess you could say like no one's gonna like a regular season match like like think about the pro league right now like it's fun to watch but yeah. it's like it's just you know it's like it's not the tournament it's like our it's, it's not like the playoffs you know what i'm saying like people aren't like looking forward to it as much as but i guess like next year that's like all you have is regular season matches right i mean yeah but the entire time there's no until I, playoffs yeah but and i don't know this either what do you win like what what is it's it you know here we know that this well how much is um uh, miami it's like a hundred thousand each i think hundred if you win first it's win first yeah five hundred thousand for first five hundred thousand for first it's a lot what, of money what does that look like next year i have no i feel like it's just like i don't like i don't even know if there's incentives for like winning a certain match like i don't know how they're gonna like do it but i just i have no idea yeah i don't have my meetings until sometime next week gotta fill us in yeah no of course that, that's just it's, it's just a lot of a lot of stuff uh have you guys been have you guys talked to the league about what it looks like next year have the players been told like what's what I mean, we've kind of have an idea i guess like we're all going to be like i guess in the same spot but it's like no one knows like for like matches and stuff like no one knows like how it's going to go down like like how much like money is involved and stuff like no one really knows yeah no that's a final answer people have like different opinions on how it's going to be but yeah. like it's always a different one it's like it's like what is it what do you think of city-based uh like franchises i mean i guess so for like, us it, it doesn't matter because we're we're you guys friends, are, we're friends yeah. with everybody everywhere yeah um but i don't know it's, it's it's one of those things where i guess we're gonna have to wait and see you know yeah. um so on that same topic next year we we're gonna play a new game called modern warfare have you did you see the reveal i've seen it i've seen uh, a few streams actually with uh with tyler uh teep i've yeah. seen courage play it for a little bit like the the reveal it just looks like it kind of looks like cod 4 yeah but with like I guess like a little bit faster pace, kind of. Mm-hmm. If like you watch like the right, like Tyler, like obviously he's more experienced in like Courage. So like if you watch Courage, you're like, damn, this game's slow. And then you yeah. watch Tyler, like oh, actually never mind. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, yeah, so it's one of those things. So I feel like they lost. They lost. They lost to my brother uh, Syndicate and uh, and Legion. They got they Tyler got mops. Tyler lost. He hasn't talked. We might about have it. to find a new coach. Yeah. He hasn't talked about it. No, we kept it a secret. I think. Until yeah. Now. Um. You know Tyler for me as a, as, a, as a coach is doing an incredible job. He's not afraid to go on Twitter and tell you guys that he's upset that yeah. you guys didn't listen to what the fuck he said. Yeah, uh, and I appreciate that because when people are on a team, they sort of keep everything be- behind closed doors. And and, and I, I like that he's very forward in, in saying I told them what to do, and they they chose not to do it. And it comes down to those little fifty fifty scenarios where we we just lost that one that one, one fight. Yeah, that one scenario where that one dude did the the entire loops and then oh, caught it was that it was that london yeah it was uh it was on control we literally had the game in the bag yeah literally in the bag yeah. if we get in that scenario again 90 i won't say out 100 times we're gonna close that game out like 98 times right yeah literally like 90 percent of the time and then we killed everybody and then it was just like one of those things everyone's going crazy the crowd's going crazy like we know we're about to win and then we don't communicate and pick up the one like like there's it was on Arsenal. We don't pick up window. Yeah. And we always pick it up, but there's always that one guy that picks it up and nobody picked it up. Kenny Flank killed all three of us. Two of us had our specialist out and everything. And then we're like, oh shit. And then we ended up making it. It was me and Damon in a two on four. I killed two. And then Damon kills one. He's on a one on one. And then he dies to Kenny. It's like, oh shit, if we just watch a window, we yeah. go up two one. Crowd's going crazy. We're all going crazy. We yeah. probably close him up map four with how much momentum we got. And even then, we have our bread and butter game five. And then we lose that, and it's like, ah, it's like we're kind of all deflated. We're like, I, we try to like regain from it. We try to come back from it, but it's one of those things where 
it just takes like a toll on you like a like a loss like that yeah so it's like yeah like like what tyler said it's like we just didn't pick it up and it's like one of those things where no one everyone is just too focused on other things instead of just i right, slow down like what's happening process to look at your mini map like what's open I, let me look at this and then you look at that we win yeah S- simple as that now there's there's a shit ton of I'm, I'm again to reiterate i'm the biggest call of duty fan ever like i have everything i have every single game that i have the first call of duty 2 game that i ever opened that i ever played i have everything i'm on i'm on when it comes to call of duty i am proud to call myself a nerd Look at that. That's Modern Warfare 2 night vision goggles, bro. And they work. Wait, these ones right here? Yeah. Wait, that's actually elite, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then I have the Black Ops 1. Then I have the Black Ops 1 um, little RC car that uh, that's, you know, that's there. So um, where was I going with that? I don't, I don't even know. Maddie's phone went off. Uh, anyway, so Advanced Warfare. Okay, the the way that I the my, my opinion on advanced warfare is and it's limited. I haven't played it. You know, I can't say it looked like shit because yeah. it didn't. It looked it looked incredible. I did notice a whole bunch of different like a, a, a lot of differences in the movement, and that's because it's a completely different engine. The sniping. Did you see it was too slow in your opinion? I was not a fan of the sniper in that game. It's I, a little I only, slow, right? I only played a week of it before I literally didn't play the whole year. I only played a week of it and it was like I sniped and it was like it just felt clunky. On what? On the AW. The new one? Like Advanced Warfare? Yeah. You mean Modern Warfare? Or Modern Warfare, sorry. Modern Warfare. Oh, you said Advanced Warfare. My so bad, like, my, my oh, bad. Oh, okay, okay. So Modern Warfare. Did you, did you see the sniping on that? i never seen it. Yeah, it was, in my opinion, way too slow. It, you can't... It was yeah. slow. There's probably like certain attachments you could use, but like if it's... I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I don't know. There's lean. Well, not lean, but that um, where yeah. you go up to a wall and then, you know, your whole body's exposed, yeah, so I guess it doesn't matter. But at that point just disable it i guess like we didn't ghost and 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 move on um but i don't know i think it's 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 uh i commend activision for for having the 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 balls to switch engines yeah you know 15 or 16 years how many 13 years into into the franchise to completely change everything yeah like there's there's uh there's a lot of things going on there and then what worries me too is the fact that you know they hired and they they're bringing in uh, Treyarch to help them finish the game because this that and the other is happening. I'm afraid that we're gonna end up with another sort of unfinished game and yeah. and to me that's that's uh that's just yeah it's a problem man because you know we're we're about to go in uh, we're we're about to go into arguably the most important year in Call of Duty which is the inaugural season of the franchise league yeah and. I don't envy the spot that they're in because all eyes are on them. You know, the what what they're what they're asking us to pay in franchise fees and then to release a brand new engine and then to release a brand new format. I don't I don't know from what I understand it's like a completely different team now too. It's like it like I don't know I haven't really talked to Adam about this, but like I don't know if he's involved in in like formatting the the tournament. I don't know like yeah, who's like, in charge of 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 what at this point. Yeah. And the fact that they're not they haven't told anybody anything about what it looks like. Like one hundred percent, this is the season. This is what it looks like. Like that's that's a little bit problematic for me too because when does it start? When does the new franchise league start? Does it start immediately after the release? October 15, uh, what is it, October? October 9th or something? Yeah, it comes up mid-October now. Yeah, mid-October, does it start, the, when does the season start? Like, the, we're three months away from that. 
Like we need to know. Yeah, like, like people are like, because just because we have two events left, no one's really thinking about like, yeah, this game's coming out really soon, and it's like com- a completely different like format, like you said, that we're used to. Like we're not used to like this whole franchising new game, like all this stuff. Like we, like you, like you said, you need info on it. So yeah, and and and, and I'm sure that they will, and I'm sure that they're not doing it on purpose, and I'm sure that there's like a lot of behind the scenes stuff that that we don't know about. So we'll give them a break there. But you know, it's a it's it's an important year that we're gonna come up, and and uh, and for me, it's it's uh, being a big fan of Call of Duty, being you know Call of Duty being my favorite video game. Uh, I think that there's that there's room for a little bit of uh, here's what's happening. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, anyway, uh, do you have any any closing comments? Anything that you want to talk about, bro? Um, just follow the stream. Just follow the stream. What's your stream? <laughs> uh, all your information will be down below. But what is it? Twitch.tv slash. How often do you stream? I try to stream every night. Um, if we're I we don't stream scrims anymore, so I try to either stream before or after scrims. Pretty much like at least five days out of the seven. So you do. So yeah. you do stream, I stream a lot consistently. I don't upload a lot though. No. What what is the what is what is your opinion on that? Do you think that you know you're a professional Call of Duty player and that's that, and there's no room for you to sort of create content outside of that, or yeah. do you think that it's still as important as it's ever been to sort of create a brand for yourself? I think it's super important. I think uh, I mean you could obviously make a living, like a really good living, off just your salary and just competing in like whatever you make off tournaments, but like. Obviously, there's two sides of it. There's one, you're growing your brand, your org, your like the scene you play for. So it's just if you do all the, all those three, like it's just nothing but better things for you. Because like one, there's more people watch COD. Yeah. Then more people are like, there's more money involved and stuff like that. So yeah. obviously, like you said, if you like money, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> turn on the stream. Like Seth like, hates money. Yeah, he doesn't like it at all. <laughs> he I don't think like he likes it. it. No, 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 he doesn't like it at all. Uh, yeah. Anyway, listen, man, I, I appreciate you coming on. I know that you have uh, a scrim in exactly half an hour, so I want to give you yeah. a little bit of break to get some food or, or whatever. But uh, I appreciate you making the time to to come here. I'm looking forward to uh, to Miami. I think that we're yes, gonna pull up. we're gonna win that shit 100 percent in Miami. Beat, and we're taking your talents to yo, remember South what you said before Vegas. I was like, yo, like uh, you said something like like this is the one and then i was like yeah yeah hopefully and then you're like not hopefully definitely remember you said yeah, that not hopefully definitely then it's happening Miami. i say that shit all the time yeah right i always go into a positive mindset yeah What's, right like what is this hopefully not we're winning that shit. yeah we're winning this <laughs> miami we're winning that shit yeah 100 percent. and guess what you're gonna hit like the nastiest snipe you ever hit i'm in a no scope no actually nah, i might get in my yell at me he's like dude what the fuck are you doing put the sniper away yeah how is it teaming with uh with ian uh, Ian, well, Ian's the real Ian captain, in particular? by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> that's the, the one thing. The one thing that's like really impressive about Ian is like, like you said, like he's got so many championships and he's so motivated to win. It's like, how do you keep going? Like, like after like after a little bit after winning two rings, especially it's like he's done everything you can do in COD and he's still going and like he doesn't. Yeah, it's like it's really impressive. Um, Obviously, teaming with Ian. You need like an Ian on your team, though, in my opinion. You need yeah, someone that's like, because all of us like kind of like joke around Slack and he's like, dude, what the fuck are we doing? Like, dude, yeah. rotate Bruce. Like, and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, my bad. Like, and it's like, because if you didn't have that, like, we'd obviously have days where we bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, you kind of need him. But obviously, sometimes he gets annoying and it's like, I, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm fucking bait for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'll bait him, actually. <laughs> that's crazy all right well listen i'm looking forward to uh to going to miami down there getting yeah. a good dinner on thursday and then uh wrecking yeah. shop on the on the entire weekend brother thank you for thank you for hopping on i appreciate you i almost took out uh 
How much is it worth? Uh, I don't know. Not, it won't. We're hurt. good. Yeah, we're good. Uh, so everybody, thank you for tuning in. All of uh, e Dashi's information is going to be in the description down below. Uh, certainly uh, appreciate the sponsor sponsoring this stream or this podcast. And yeah, uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Goodbye. <laughs>